0: Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Stella Ray Herself podcast. New episodes every Thursday. Thank you so much to everyone for listening over this past week. Thank you to all the new listeners this week. And as always, don't forget to take a screenshot or an aesthetic pic of your hot girl walk. You listening in your car, on your TV, while you're doing a deep clean, whatever the case may be, post on your story and tag me so I can repost, retweet, all of that. Beverage of the day. Grande cold brew with oat milk and two pumps of classic. So, how are y'all doing? How's the week been? I honestly had such a good week. This was the first week that I really started going through all of my stuff, listing stuff on Poshmark, on Offer Up, and it is Virgo season now, as well as the Mercury retrograde shadow period. Virgo is the sign of the virgin or like the maiden, and it's basically a sign about purity. So, Virgo season, even if you know you're not a Virgo, it's a great time to check in with your health to build up a a routine or a better routine again to go through stuff and mercury retrograde as i'm sure y'all know is a time to review reorganize reflect it's a great time to go through your shit go through your closet as well as you know just the fact that the seasons are changing the mornings have been considerably cooler and like gray and at night it's been cooler i'm like so excited for fall this year y'all i don't know why i've never been like a Oh my god, I can't wait for fall on my pumpkin spice kind of girl. Like, I've never even been a a holidays girl, but I don't know if it's because I've been more intrigued by other cities with actual seasons and just, like, chic vibes and, like, different fashion. Not that it doesn't, you know, get cold in LA, but it's just not as, like dramatic. So I don't know. I'm just really excited. Like I've been so excited about the outfits, about the aesthetic. Thinking of like where I could travel to when it's a little cooler out. I'm ready. So let me know what y'all think. Are you like a fall girly? I don't know. Not that I'm not, but I've just always been like summer is like my fave, but I just am like over it at this point. Like I'm sick of sweating. So I did already post a what do y'all think about Virgo's thing on my story and posted them. So Make sure you're following me on IG. I'm sure if you listen to the podcast, you already do, but just to put that out there. Um, So I'm just going to read a few of them. So let me know if you relate, if you are a Virgo, or if you've ever had an experience with Virgos. Um, Honestly, my faves, but neurotic as fuck. Love and organization. Um, As a Virgo, am I really hypercritical, or do I just have high standards? So self-critical, but will do anything to help someone else out. Going to be blunt about it, though. That is so true. Like. That's literally perfect explanation. Hard for them to show emotions, notorious overthinkers, self-sabotagers, and extremely loyal. My boyfriend's a Virgo and my mom, and the acts of service always make life easier. That's so true. Like, bro, remember reading this specific thing that was like, oh, it's like low-key hard for Leos to date Virgos because Leos need like a lot of praise. And just in general, if you're the type of person, but Virgos are so like they can come across as very critical. So Leos, you know, can kind of bruise our egos, just putting that out there. But again, that's like a generalization. And although I have experienced that for sure, um, I feel like in general, personally, I can really fuck with a Virgo because I just feel like I have a lot of like Virgo traits. Also, I was like thinking about what I was going to say about Virgos earlier. And I was going to like talk about dating a Virgo and like just the vibes. And I was going to be like, yeah, like. Loki like they like some of the Virgo men just have this specific vibe of just like being so condescending and like just acting like you're so stupid or like oh my god like your opinion doesn't matter and then it's like oh that was probably just an emotionally abusive like situation like, sorry like TW but like someone says Virgos are like the most controlling zodiac I definitely feel that like I can remember going so far back as like middle school high school and just remembering being in like a group project and like I just have a specific memory of this friend I had that was a Virgo and like she would always just want to be the one to like take control of the project even though it's not like her personality like I wouldn't even describe her as like bossy or like like the leader of the group (laughs) but just like whenever it was like some kind of group project she would want to be the one like delegating tasks and like writing it on the paper and like things like so let me know if you're a Virgo or how does it feel to be a Virgo? What are the pros and cons? Um, and if you've ever dated, I was going to say dealt with, dealt with a Virgo, dated a Virgo, maybe you have a sibling that's a Virgo, a parent, whatever. Um, how has that been for you and what's your sign? But yeah, I definitely love Virgo season. Honestly, y'all, this was probably one of the least crazy Leo seasons I've had just because I really have not been going out much. It was pretty calm Leo season. So typically I describe Virgo season as like the calm after the leo season storm maybe you feel like that Uh, but yeah just like that back to school vibe like getting back into the routine maybe making a new meal plan for yourself you know getting back to health and wellness so mercury retrograde starts september 9th and will go to october 1st so basically all of september because the shadow period already started is going to be you know a retrograde but it's not something to fear i think we just have to be flexible we have to be open to like receiving i don't know not to be mystical but like low-key like messages we just have to listen to ourselves about like what we really want what we need to reevaluate and i think when you put that positive energy into it it's like a good time and it's not like oh my god my life is falling apart because it's mercury retrograde like that's so annoying it's also a really good time for planning not for doing but like for planning unless the doing is going to the goodwill to drop some stuff off okay y'all know i've been talking these past few months really this past year about wanting to do merch like an updated kind of merch release but not really knowing what to do because i don't want to do something cringy i want something chic something that i would actually wear use whatever and i came up with the best idea this past weekend i'm so excited so that's gonna be my little mercury retrograde planning project it's literally perfect i don't know why i didn't think of this before but it's like amazing hopefully it comes out the way i wanted to but yeah i'm so excited about that so that's like a good little planning thing like i'm not gonna release it during mercury retrograde but i will be planning it we have some really good topics to discuss today but first i just wanted to give a story time of how annoying Bro's are specifically i was gonna say people but it's really like a bro thing i was watching this guy's story he was doing like a jewelry unboxing and on the video of him doing this unboxing and mind you this is just like a random bro this is not an influencer like it's not an actual unboxing he's just trying to flex his new jewelry so he had on the video inserted a screenshot of the product page of the piece of jewelry with the price so immediately i sent this to my friend i'm like look at how tacky this is like that's so gross and then the next story was like just of him like flexing like just a picture of him like with his jewelry and his little like beverage whatever I'm like bro he should have just posted that because that's a little bit more of a subtle flex you know and it's like I didn't know the piece of jewelry but my friend knew it so it's a very like if you know you know thing which I feel like if you're gonna flex you should do it like that like low key not like even I would never even do like an unboxing kind of thing if it was like thousands of dollars worth of jewelry but to literally go and screenshot the product page and then insert it that's so tacky like that's just so ew so then my friend is like that's not even the box that that jewelry comes in i know that like brand and that's not even accurate so either it's fake or you got it resale like secondhand, used whatever so it's like probably less than that product page you know it's inaccurate you did not buy this from this website or from you know the source you got it either on babe dhgate or i don't know because even dhgate would be pretty accurate with their like boxes and stuff but like it was literally a completely different color different texture didn't even have the brand on the box like it was giving like random so we're like oh my god not only is this man like trying to flex but you're like probably flexing fake jewelry But then you're literally also posting the screenshot. Like, it wouldn't even be that bad if you didn't post the screenshot. But, like, you went above and beyond with trying to flex. So then some time goes by. I'm, like, back on me and my friend's, like, DMs. And he had deleted that post. So it's, like, giving someone else call them out. It's just very much, like, when you do shit like that, it's giving you don't really got it like that. Like, it's always the dudes that are, like, I told y'all I don't be going out anymore. The loudest in the club. The one posting the most. Posting all the bottles. The ones with with their flashes out. When the bottle service girls come. That like are not the ones actually doing anything. Not actually spending any money. Or if they are, they're just like scammers. And it's just like fun money to them. And it's like not real. And I think it just goes back to the age old saying that is applicable in everything. Actions speak louder than words. You know, the reality of your situation and your vibe speaks more than a screenshot of a product page that isn't even accurate. I just like, that's so embarrassing. If you're gonna wear fake jewelry or whatever like maybe it's not fake but it's like this you're posting the box like if he had just posted him wearing the jewelry I don't really think anyone could tell it was fake the product screenshot right next to it it's like are you trying to do like oh yeah like before and after like but no it was like a serious like flex but then he deleted it so it's like you know it's like confirmed I don't know why that was just like so shocking to me but like it's just like it was just so shocking to see that in real time, you know? Like, you know, you hear about dudes wearing fake jewelry or this, that, whatever. But then, like, to see such an outrageous fake flex and then to see him almost in real time delete it, that was, like, hilarious. Like, I wish I got a screenshot. I wish I got a screen recording, honestly. I'm refreshing it and then it's been deleted. Like, and it's like, okay, why do I care? But it's just, like, that's funny. Like, I'm sorry, but that's funny. It's the dudes who talk the most about borrowing and spending money they don't have it like that. So one of the topics I wanted to discuss today, moving on from that, is a TikTok I saw, and I can't find it, and it wouldn't let me stitch it, but I did already kind of bring this up on TikTok. Also, my TikTok has been popping off recently, so make sure you follow. I've been just putting a lot more effort into that over like a vlog, (laughs) and it's been paying off, so go follow. But the original video was a stitch. So the original, original video was this girl saying, all my friends, like girlfriends, who have their shit together, make their own money, are single. And then the stitch was this girl saying, if I can find the TikTok, I'll try to link it down below. I would love to play it for you guys, but I'll just give you a summary. She was like, yeah, whenever I've lied to men about my career, she was like, whenever I've told a man that I am a kindergarten teacher or a front desk girl at a salon, they treat me low-key way better. Like, they step a lot more into that provider role. They want to pay for my Uber. They want to do this, that, and the other thing, make sure I'm taken care of versus if I just kind of let it be known that I'm independent and like a boss bitch and I don't need them, they're a lot less likely to do that. And I don't think she was so much promoting doing this as just kind of making the point, you know, that this is like how society is. I definitely had a few thoughts about this and I also have a few more thoughts since posting my initial video because I did get a couple comments. One comment in particular I want to... Well, I'll just say it. This girl commented on my video about it. and was like, whoa, what's wrong with being a kindergarten teacher? What's wrong with being a front desk girl? Bro, I never said anything was wrong with that, first of all. Those are less paying jobs. They are, period. You know teacher. It's like a fact that teachers don't make a lot of money, especially like a kindergarten teacher. And I'm not saying that's like bad or, oh my God, that that should be looked down upon. That should be disrespected. But it's just like, if you're trying to appeal to a man who like... You want to provide for you. Are you going to say like, yeah, I'm the CEO of this company or, oh, I'm like a lawyer or like, I don't know, something that people know, oh, you're like, you're good. And I didn't even make those up. The other girl did. But the point of mentioning those is that like, they're less intimidating to men and they're more like, oh, just this silly little girl. She needs a a provider like me to step in and show her what life's about. (laughs) So anyway, now that we got that out of the way, it's just like, Number one, the basis of the relationship is built on the fact that like you're providing for me because you like think I can't do it myself. Yeah, if I'm going out with my friends and we're just kind of like trolling guys, I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. They're probably more likely to buy us more drinks depending on the guy though, because some guys like, you know, oh, she's independent. She has her own money. But I will say just in general, like, I don't know, whenever... I talk to a guy and then he finds out what I do or he sees my page or whatever. Not that I'm even bawling like that, but they start to have this kind of like different attitude towards me. And I've literally had guys say, oh, well, you're the one with all the money. Mind you, it's been a while since that because I've learned to catch that earlier on. So yeah, that's kind of the first thought I have. Like, I don't want the basis of the relationship to be built on that dynamic. But then also it's like, if I'm actually looking for a relationship, like this is someone I'm interested in, I also don't want the premise of our relationship to be built on a lie. That doesn't mean I have to tell them everything or let them know, oh, I'm a social media influencer right away or whatever it might be, whatever your job might be. But there's a difference between like that and then saying like, oh, I'm a, I'm a kindergarten teacher or something else. You know, the type of guy that's going to be attracted to you know a woman a damsel in distress like a woman that needs saving like there's already just that imbalance of power and I think that's what can be kind of scary um and you know just going even further back I know we see memes all the time like oh like why did they fight for women's rights to work and I know a lot of those are jokes um like oh we just want to stay home and chill like what the fuck But it's like, bro, it's because of the power. Like if you're literally not allowed to open a bank account in your own name without, I mean, period, but then also without like your dad or your husband, how are you going to leave an abusive relationship or marriage? You know, you won't be able to. So you're just gonna have to stay. That's what a lot of people forget. Like it's not about just like not having to work. It's about like having your own freedom, like financial freedom and just freedom in your life to make the choice of do I want? To have everything in my life rely on this man, or do I want to be able to leave if I have to? Or whatever. You know, because it is kind of a trendy topic, you know, ranging from, oh, like a city girl's mentality, like, oh, we're about to scam these dudes, to just talks about, you know, traditional relationship, gender roles, and like, oh, the man's the provider, the woman is the the homemaker, the nurturer, whatever. And I feel like just because a lot of that traditional vibe of like dating and courting and like you know, a man planning dates and stuff. It's low-key more rare these days. Like, we're much more likely to get a WID text at 2 a.m. I feel like a lot of women, and myself included, I have been very impressed when a guy, you know, plans dates and wants to take me out and always picks up the check. It's never a question. But then it's like, they think because they're doing all this, like, you owe them something, or there's just that, like, power dynamic where it's like, your opinion doesn't really matter. Like, you're just kind of a prop in their, not in their fantasy, but just like in their idea of what this relationship is supposed to look like. And I feel like a lot of traditional relationships and marriages were like that, you know, because, you know, oh, the man is the head of the household. He's the decision maker because he's the breadwinner, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you can't just, it's like, okay. Yeah, if you go from dating a loser who's never taking you out or whatever, and then you find a guy, oh, he just wants to take me out. He's buying me gifts. He wants to spend money on me. That seems like amazing. But then it's like, how is he actually treating you though? And, you know, are you just like a prop? Like, does he just see you as like a woman fulfilling the role of the woman in the relationship? Or does he see you for you? Does your opinion matter? Can you speak up if you don't like something? Or is it the dynamic of like, because he's paying and he's taking, you know, your opinion doesn't really matter. You just have to go along with everything. I feel like, yes, money matters in a relationship, especially, you know, in a cishet, like, man-woman, traditional gender roles relationship. <laughs> um, but it's not, like, the most important thing. Because ultimately, vibes are more important. I'm not saying, oh, this relationship can exist on vibes. It's okay if you don't have any money, babes. <laughs> but it's, like, just because someone has money, that doesn't mean shit. Because ultimately, your mental health is more important, okay? So so don't be blown away by someone, you know, picking up a check or buying you a gift or taking you out or planning a date. It's like more about who they are as a person, regardless of all that, you know? So just keep that in mind. Um, But I would love to hear your thoughts about that. So again, I would love to hear your thoughts about all of that. And I will try to remember to link, or I'll try to find the original TikTok. If I do find it, I will link it down below. But... Yeah. I found this post on IG. I'm going to link it down below, but it says, I'll put it on the screen, but for those just listening to the audio, it says, I feel so used. And then this is all like scribbled out. It says, they told me they aren't ready for a relationship, but I washed clothes, cooked, cleaned, listened to their problems, and they still don't want to be with me. Then it says, instead of hearing what they say and respecting their boundary, I tried to love bomb my way into a role they told me they were not interested in filling. I'd secretly hope to change their impression of me so that I could eventually get what I want. Tea. We typically hear about love bombing in a way that's like, oh, this guy just like swept me off my feet and told me all this stuff and like future faked me and like, oh my God, told me he was so obsessed with me and then like switched up, started to manipulate me, became abusive, whatever it may be. That is like love bombing, but there's also love bombing in, like this is an example or like, I think I've talked about before, like friendships. And how love bombing can be a sign of a narcissist, but also it can just be someone with an anxious attachment style. Like, have you ever had a friend or have you ever met someone and you just really want them to like you? So you're kind of like coming off too strong or like you have someone coming off too strong towards you. Like, just kind of going overly above and beyond when they don't need to, you know, saying oh my god you're like my best friend when you guys are kind of just newly friends you know talking about all the stuff they want to do with you and it's just like bro the the friendship hasn't even gotten to that point yet so this is another i don't even want to say style of love bombing but just an example of love bombing and how again like you don't always have to be like a narcissist like you're not always a narcissistic psychotic man love bombing you know anyone can love bomb okay (laughs) i feel like this is such a classic example of like something that people do. And especially all of you in situationships, it's like, you know, probably it's usually a man, you know, probably that man has told you he's not ready for a relationship, but you still continue to hang around and just kind of hope that he'll make you his girlfriend one day. Don't do it. So then this girl, resp- she said worst take I've ever seen on this topic. It's not even what love is." And I was like, Damn so I replied. <laughs> like not that I took a person, but I was like, Jesus. Um and I said it I said it's a type of love bombing. I don't know if this would be considered a type or just an example. You know, love bombing doesn't always mean you're dealing with a narcissist, though love bombing can occur outside of a narcissistic relationship, particularly if a person is needy, lonely, or happens to be naturally very generous and attentive. Most people have features that can be considered narcissistic, even if one isn't a true narcissist. So then the girl clarified, I believe it could depend on the situation. The other person could also lack emotional intelligence and never tell the person with the anxious attachment style or the person love bombing that they're not looking for something serious straight up. But they see it's convenient for them to have this person do the stuff for them while also giving them enough to keep around but not enough to be liable for that. Well, I never said or did anything to indicate I wanted something serious. And and I completely agree with this as well. Like I feel like especially in, you know, man-woman relationships where it's kinda of like a situationship and you know, very often when the guy is purposefully not saying, No, I don't want a relationship, but just kind of keeping it like murky and like cloudy, like, oh, I don't know, maybe like I'm just going through a lot right now, but it's not a hard no. So then therefore the girl has hope. You know, she'll stay around and like, oh, maybe I can win him over if I just like, do these wifely duties for him, even though I'm not his girlfriend or wife, and like, go above and beyond, and I'm always there whenever he calls me, like maybe then. Um, and I feel like often dudes will, I said to this girl, often dudes will take advantage of the girl and the benefits she's providing without having to be exclusive. So yeah, it's not like a prime example of someone being like, no, I am not interested in a relationship. Firm boundary set. You know, so she did make a really good point. Even though it was the worst take I've ever seen on this topic. Jesus, okay, I don't think it's the worst take. But like, okay. so I think that just comes down to if you are confused, it's a no. If you are confused, they're not interested, and also, this is kind of related to that. But as far as this, I realized this like a few weeks ago, and a way to tell if your intuition is talking to you, like, oh, is this like someone I should pursue? Is this like a good friendship, a healthy relationship, whatever. I realized like, oh, like, I think Sonia is a great example. She's been a solid friend for years. And I just never get the vibe around her. Like, I don't know, you know, when you're like around someone, and they're just giving you bad vibes, and you start like, kind of thinking things. Like, I'm trying to think of an example, like, i don't know like oh like how can i get out of this i think the question is would you feel that way or be thinking those thoughts around someone that you have a really solid healthy bond with hopefully you have at least one example and honestly that's like very rare so even if you have literally one example that's like such a blessing so if you ever find yourself like with a friendship someone you're interested in whatever like like you just feel kind of off or like, you know, when you think things, but then you like talk yourself out of it, like, no, I'm probably that's just my anxiety talking or like, no, like, I'm probably just freaking out over nothing or like, oh, I should give them the benefit of the doubt or like, I guess like, whatever, bro, it's like, would you be thinking the initial thought or having the initial feeling around someone that you love and trust, you know, usually the answer is no, like, have you ever been on a date or just around someone and you start thinking? just have all the ways you could, like, leave or just, like, like okay, like, if I just, like, went to the bathroom, you know, then I could, like, just kind of sneak out and they wouldn't notice or, like, oh, like, who, what friend could I call or text to like, call me and have an emergency, quote-unquote. You wouldn't be thinking those things if you were on a date with someone that you were, like, truly engaged with, having a good time because you would be in the moment, like, enjoying it. Like, you wouldn't be, like, in your head, like, oh, my God. And, I mean, yeah, like, sometimes we have first date jitters or whatever, but, like, There's a difference, you know? So just like trust that. And once I realized that, like, again, it was very recently that I had that kind of realization, but it was like, oh my God. Just something to keep in mind. Maybe that won't work for everyone. But once I realized that, I was like, oh my God, like that's going to be such a good indicator from here on out of like, should I stay in this situation? I feel like next time, as soon as I start feeling like that, I'm going to fucking leave. Because like, I would not be feeling like that if the vibes weren't off, if they weren't shady, if like they weren't, I don't know about to commit a crime on me, like you know. So let me know. um uh, But yeah, sometimes it can just be so hard to tell your intuition from anxiety when you already have anxiety. But it's like, would you be thinking that with a trusted friend? Probably not. Or like, even it, just if you have an example of like a really good first date, it's like, were you thinking those things? Like, how can I leave? Like, oh my god. So trust your instincts. And literally, if you ever get a bad vibe or just are weirded out, block them, leave. Like literally, say you're going to the bathroom and leave. I've always wanted to do that. Like, not on that I don't have to, but like could have saved so much like trauma last topic i wanted to talk about and this is also something i kind of mentioned on my story last week but i just kind of wanted to expand a little bit on here and that is just the addiction to filters whether it's like instagram filters and obviously i'm not talking about fucking valencia okay the filters that really just change your face or like even just like the beauty filter on tiktok i do be using that honestly beauty filter on Sometimes it's just like the camera's a little too crispy for my texture. <laughs> especially the IG ones. I mean, I guess there's a few on TikTok now that are like very trendy and like bitches will always use those. So I'm not saying like I never use filters or whatever, but I do feel like, especially, I feel like since using TikTok regularly and just like going on there the, to talk without a filter, I mean, beauty filter on. But again, that's just a little smooth, babe. Like I don't put it to the max setting of everything, like jaw slimming. I don't know and just getting used and just getting used to seeing my face without a filter because there's some bro also like the iPhone camera would be distorting the fuck out of your face like it's just like how i look now with no filter like i've always been fine with that but then like something about an IG story with no filter can just be so jarring sometimes it's like oh, ew it does distort your face cuz of the lens whatever anyway I have gotten more comfortable without using a filter, including on IG stories. And, you know, especially since reposting my TikToks to my IG and then it's like, oh, no filter, babes. Um, I've just gotten more used to it. Again, not that it's like perfect or, oh, I never use a filter or whatever. But like, I think what I kind of realized is like nothing's going to (laughs) happen. It's not like everyone's going to be like, oh, my God, you're so ugly. Like, yeah, maybe if you just always use severe filters and always edited your pics so much and then one day you pop out without that, it might be a little surprising to some people, but, like, ultimately, people are not gonna, like, bully you for not using a filter, you know? So it's just kind of pushing past that discomfort of, like, oh, my God, I'm not used to this, or, oh, my God, like, I look ugly, or I just look, like, different. Because the thing is, like, I would just rather look better in person. I would. I'd rather be like, wow, she looks so good. <laughs> and the thing is, it's not about other people's opinions. It's about like your own opinion of yourself. So it's like if I can be comfortable with my bare face, no filters. I don't really want to post without a smoothie filter. I just don't at this point. But, you know, <laughs> without a, oh, pull my lips, make my nose slimmer, make my face slimmer, make my eyes bigger, make my brows like more lifted. Whatever the fuck those filters do, then I don't care what anybody else has to say. If you call me ugly, like, well, I guess that's what you think of me. But, like, what are you to be calling someone not using a filter? Like, what are you to be criticizing somebody for not using a filter, you know? I would challenge everyone to do that if it's something you've struggled with. Just, like, if it's really hard for you to post without a filter, just try it out. I think it just takes practice. Because, yeah, it's not like one day I was just like, I'm not going to use filters. And I don't even think it's something I've been, like, intentionally doing or working on. Like I never was like, I'm going to put my mind to overcoming. I don't even think I was ever really addicted to filters, but I definitely would use them a lot more like last year. But I think just in posting TikToks, talking on camera without a filter, I just got a little more used to it. So then it's like when I open my IG story to like talk about something or post a pic, it's like I can just do it and I don't have to automatically like select a filter or like whatever. So yeah, and I think also just personally in me trying to make my instagram more of a female demographic and just not appeal so much to the male gaze i'm just a lot more comfortable in general just like talking about shit posting shit i don't care how it comes across because i know the real ones are gonna get it and if as a man you're unattracted to that like i don't want you on my page period like bro i will literally if a random man it's always the foreign men too if i get a notification that a man has followed me i will remove them as a follower like I want my female ratio to go up on IG, like on YouTube, TikTok, and my podcast. It's all like primarily female, like at least over 70, 75% female on Instagram. It's, it's mostly female, but it's still very close. So like, I will be removing you babes. When I was in New York, this guy followed me and was liking some of my pics and he was also in New York. So I'm like, I don't know how he found me he was cute in some pics. Like it was very questionable though. Like I asked two friends and they were both like, no, but I was like, I don't know. Like in this one, he's like, okay. Like, I don't know. And I'm just like, I don't, (laughs) I've said this before. It's not like I'm going to say like, oh, I like medium ugly guys. But for me, it's like, I'm not going to want you if just because you're really attractive, you know, like for me, it's like, so much more about the vibe who you are as a person like our chemistry and then you become attractive attractive to me it's like obviously you have to have some good looks like in general you know and have good hygiene bitch like but like it's not like oh my god this guy is like an athlete and he's so fine it's like okay my first thought is he probably has a bunch of girls talking to him he's probably a player and he's probably not a good dude like if you're too good looking as a dude like that's what i think of anyway so i liked a couple of this guy's photos back because i got like somewhat of a wholesome vibe from him I don't know like I was like we'll see so then he replied to my story and this was the thing do y'all remember my story in New York I literally posted it as a reel but it's like of me and Sonya walking it's like a high angle and I'm like hey girl hey girl bussy do you want to learn how you can make eight figures a day from working at home and we're doing like a little like riff on you know MLM girls and like girl boss and like the amount of dudes that fire emoji that I'm like bro First of all, this wasn't even, like, I guess I'm in it, but it wasn't even, like, of my body. I wasn't posing. Like, this was not, like, a bod post. This was not a thirst trap. This is us making fun of girl bosses. And you're emoting it. Like, they didn't listen to it. They didn't watch it. They just saw me doing this, and so they fire emoji it to try to get attention from me. So he did that, and I was automatically, like, stupid. Like, if he was smart, he would have listened to it with audio, and he would have done laughing faces. Because even if you think I look good in that, which... I'm not going to say I looked bad, but it was not like I was trying to look good, you know? (laughs) Then I would have been like, oh, he gets it. Like, LOL. Like, let's have a funny combo now. Like, sweet. Like, he gets my humor, you know? Like, that's going to be way more attractive to me than, like, you fire emoji and shit, and that's our first combo, Like, you know? So I was already pissed off. So then I I was like, let's test the waters. So I literally replied, gander alert, with the, uh, I think it was the alarm emoji, like the red alarm and the two red exclamation points. He left me on scene and unfollowed me. <laughs> so I was like, bro, if you're not with the shits, like you probably just saw like, oh, this girl's in LA, she's blonde. I'm gonna follow because that's my type. No, no, no. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm here to troll you. <laughs> and like, not to like gas myself for up, but I just do feel like, that's like why I want to make my page and shit. Like just especially on Instagram, more just my personality and like lols because if I'm just like looking like a baddie in all my pics like guys are just gonna be like oh she's a baddie like I want her because she's a baddie and not like oh she's such a charismatic um, comedic intelligent well read genius like you know like that's the kind of vibe I want I don't want you just because you think I'm good looking okay. I can't help it that I'm, like, gorgeous and have just, like, the craziest waist-to-ass ratio and, like, I'm just, like, hot and, like, you've never seen any beautiful creature like me. Like, I can't help that, you know? Like, can we look past that? <laughs> Bro, <laughs> that was such a good opportunity for him to just put laughing faces. Like, if like it was a funny post. It was literally not a selfie. It was not a thirst trap. It was, like, a lol. And you're gonna fire emoji it because you didn't listen to the audio and you think he probably just saw two seconds of it, fire emoji, and it moved on. Like, he didn't even watch the whole thing. You know how much that pisses me off? It doesn't really, but it's just like, well, you're not for me, bud, because this is a page of lols and antics. (laughs) So I'm like, I am literally, my goal is just to make my page look like my Tumblr in 2015, 2014, 2016, do my funny reels, post lols on my story, and be there for the girls, the gays, and the vase. As a man, if you understand the lols, you can stay. But if you're just here to see some ass, you've come to the wrong place. Bye, babe. <laughs> Anyways, so that was like so funny. But yeah, so the point is don't use filters and don't edit yourself because um, you want, like, the least, the less men on your page, the better, is all I have to say. <laughs> I'm gonna go make some food. <laughs> lol um let me know your thoughts on anything we discussed today what you want me to talk about on the next podcast and i will talk to y'all then thank you so much for the lulls we had today this was a great time cheers everyone don't forget to share on your story love you